Bruce is tripping. I, we're up in the hills. We're we, not up in the hills. The hills would up, be different. We're up in the fucking mountains, the Angeles National Forest. Where Kevin had a big idea. <laughs> had a big idea to come up here to the mountains, and then we get up here, literally fifteen minutes outside of L.A. Not even, and it is freezing out here. It's like fifty degrees. Yeah, I got a jacket on. You know, I figured, yeah. You showed up with all kinds of shit. You're lucky I had a jacket in here. I was wearing a light coat. Dude, if was... we would have had my car, I always have extra jackets on deck. Yeah, well, your car has everything in the entire world and stuffed into one vehicle. Exactly. I got to be prepared. You should try to set. You probably have the Guinness Book of World Record for most bullshit in one car. You're not wrong. It's actually gotten. Uh, it's gotten better. I took out a lot of the bullshit. I took out a crate of bullshit. I took out a bunch of kratom. A, a crate of a crate of bullshit, dude. That's not safe, dude, because what if Bruce has his feet up now? What if someone crashes into us? <laughs> yeah, we're sitting in my car in the Angeles National Forest. The big idea, Kevin's like, we'll go. Kevin's a lazy bum is what the whole thing is. And I had a show. Jesus. I had a show in North Hollywood, which is uh, in between mine and Kevin's place. And he's like, what if we just came up here? So now we're in the mountains. Yes, Bruce had to leave his home for this which podcast. You know recording. I hate. I hate leaving. And I hate leaving. I know. I don't, I don't ever want to leave the home again. I'm sorry, dude. I, I have to leave the home out. every time. Yeah, well, that's your own choice because you've chosen to live far away from dude, me. You know what I do? <laughs> you should just move next door to me. I honestly, I would love to. Dude, my buddy moved so close to me in Fresno right before I, I, I moved to L.A. Did he move purposely to be next to you? I mean, I think that was a selling point because we were always hanging out. You guys were always doing a wife swap? Dude. Nasty shit. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. You know what I do? You wouldn't dare fuck his wife? Are you looking at the stars out here, Bruce? I can't. I'm in the car. But look out the window. Look up at these beautiful stars. Yeah, I see the, you know, Big Dipper, Little Dipper. I see the Little Dipper around uh, here. Buddy. Yeah, I see the. Uh... Did you know when you come out here and it's so dark like this, you almost forget what gender you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then you look at the yeah. If you look at the stars long enough, you'll erase gender out of your mind. I forget. I don't. You know, I'm. We not... should do an ayahuasca trip where they specialize in erasing your gender. That would would you do sick. ayahuasca? Yeah. What do you think would happen? If I did ayahuasca? Yeah, we should do ayahuasca and then do a podcast. That's what we should do. We should do a drug that focuses on like separating yourself from yourself and then uh, do content. Well, dude, you know, uh, uh, I think Ryan Singer did DMT. On a podcast? On a pod. Or maybe one of his buddies did. Yeah, I know maybe he did. Was that before remember. or after he saw Bigfoot? I think this was after. Yeah. I think this was post Bigfoot. Ryan, he did get my ass with that big, that bull, that fucking uh, Bigfoot talk because uh, when we were driving out of town, and I was like, "Yeah, you're gay. Bigfoot's gay." And then he was like, "No, I didn't say that. I was just like, I don't, I don't believe in Bigfoot." And we were driving for like three hours, and he brought me down to earth and explained the ins and outs of uh, of uh, Sasquatches and how the issue is that people believe there's just the one. Sasquatch that everybody saw, but uh, there's actually a bunch of different ones. Yeah. I was going to go do some fucking freaky shit whenever I was up in the Pacific Northwest where, like, a Sasquatch thing where you go out with some hippie and he's, like, tells you all about Sasquatch. Oh, dude, I love that kind of stuff. Well, I, Ryan, so I, I watched Unacknowledged, that, that UFO, like, uh, basically disclosure thing where they're all the documents on the FBI website about all the UFO shit that the oh, government. I'm not reading that shit. Dude, I, I, I got Not because I'm afraid, because I, I, I'm bored of aliens. Aliens could suck my dick as well. Dude, they might, bro. That would be sick if you got the craziest top <laughs> ever from an alien broad. Dude, there's a line in that documentary where he goes, we thought they were naked, but it turned out they, it was just, they were wearing a very uh, thin flight suit. And what's crazy is that's exactly what I told the police. <laughs> it's the same thing. What is it? So these guys are saying they saw aliens on this thing? Yeah, they're basically, uh, it's all these, like, government people, like these uh, people, you know, uh, random military people that had access to this stuff that essentially talk about uh, what they saw. And it's all referenced by uh, the documents that are on the, the FBI website. So, so these guys are saying what? They were at a facility and they brought a bunch of aliens in there? 
Yeah, he said one time they saw bodies. This guy talked about having a look at a body, an alien body. It was a tiny, like, childlike with big eyes and no big ears. Big tits. <laughs> huge jokes. Small body, big eyes, no ears, huge tits. Both yeah. gen- All genders of aliens have massive cans. Yeah, yeah. But that, I mean, that's only, like, one small part of the of the, the documentary. Well, like I don't, I I'm I'm wide open out here, buddy. I believed in Noah's Ark for so long. Yeah, that's crazy. That it's like, uh, you know, um, I'm I'm willing to, you know, see. I want there to be fanciful, uh, out of this world, like crazy wildness. You know what I so mean? So when you were in the throes of Christianity, and somebody would have said Noah's Ark was bullshit, what would you have hit him with? Uh, if somebody said Noah's Ark is bullshit, I would say, what do you mean exactly? Like what? What, what, what part of Noah's uh, Ark? What you think some fucking weirdo built a big boat? Yeah, I mean it's possible. Is that what you would say? Is it's possible, or it for sure happened? I would say things like it's possible. I would reference uh, the vapor canopy theory, uh, which references. I'm making a to... vapor canopy in this car right now <laughs> with some lemon mint elf bar, dude. No, there's a theory. <laughs> dude, that's what. Sh- if I was, if I was, uh... run. <laughs> if I was up there next to the aliens and they like were like showing me aliens where they're like, we have a body, we have all this stuff, I'd pull my phone out and then I would play the baby. And I put it up to their ear and see what they thought. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll tear the roof up off this bitch. My bitch super cute when she give me a kiss, she make her lips bigger. Like, One I, of the doctors rushes over to stop you, and yeah. another doctor stops that doctor and, and goes, "He's trying to communicate with you." Yeah, them. or I might, I would try every time. I'd play him some Alan Jackson. I'd Dude, play him all kinds yeah. of shit. I'd play him a lot of uh, like jazz fusion stuff. Or I would just show them. <laughs> like, have you yeah. ever heard the uh, a xylophone <laughs> uh, player yeah. that dedicated forty years of his life to the mastering of a xylophone? Yeah, I was playing my doorbell like a xylophone the other day. Oh, shit. I was fixing You're... a fire alarm and I was right next to my doorbell and I started hitting the bells with a screwdriver, and I started playing all kinds of crazy shit. Dude, that's wild. I was, hit- I was hitting Mary had a little lamb on the on the doorbell. <laughs> Kelly was like, "Stop!" and I was like, "No." <laughs> Fuck you. I'm having too much fun. I was having a good time. I was just high playing the doorbell. Playing the doorbell is fun. Yeah, but I would uh the vapor canopy thing was what basically like well that the entire the it's a theory. This is a based in like people trying to uh uh have good explanations scientifically for the Bible. So there's people out there who are scientists. Nothing worse than a Christian scientist. Well, I, I I like those guys. You never hang out at the Christian Science Reading Room. No, no, not Christian Science, <laughs> not leg, not literal, uh, or I guess not the fake religion. Uh, By the way, go on about the favorite canopy. Leah Remini, great, great stuff. Uh, on, I do uh, like King of Queens, Sci- Scientology. Um, so K- Karen Bass loves Scientology, but though. there is a whole sect of Christian people that uh, also are in high levels of like science or like you know math and shit. That try to justify the existence of God, or I think math, yes, science, no. If you're a high level scientist and you believe in God, you're a fucking dildo. Well, see, but a lot of guys will say that the things that they find as scientists point to the existence of a creator, and and it's like complexity, like a you know an, an animal trying to understand, uh, you know, uh, I don't know how a car works or whatever, like guitar riffs. Yeah, yeah, an animal's understanding how to riff <laughs> on a guitar. Um, crowd work. <laughs> dude, yeah, yeah, an animal learning how to do crowd work. Yeah, it's, that's it, what they should do. They should strap a dog to a table and then uh, play him crowd work clips on the a phone in front of him. And see if he responds. Like, what do you do? Be like, what? You're a doctor? No way. With your fucking <laughs> stupid hat. <laughs> and the dog's like, and just dies. <laughs> so the, the I essentially, like, these scientists... Uh, so they looked at this. So one of the, the theories about Noah's Ark and all that shit was that there was a vapor canopy. There was vapor like clouds essentially covering the earth to make the earth earth more like a greenhouse. And That's the that, ozone layer, bro. Well, the ozone layer is, is is a thing, yes. But then like the vapor canopy would essentially create the environment on Earth to where everything was like the tropics and things were growing huge and like oh, that's crazy. And so that's why they think you know, there is an explanation for dinosaurs and stuff like that. Is this vapor, vapor canopy? Canada. Yeah, there was a lot of like 
palm trees. Every time you see dinosaurs, there's like palm trees everywhere. Oh, gotta be palm trees. There's palm trees. Story. There's coconuts. It's like Hawaii. It's a guy with a ukulele. What came first, the ukulele or the d- dinosaur? Dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Who what? knows though? Maybe everything got wiped out. Maybe Did you believe in before? dinosaurs when you were a, a, a dumbass? <laughs> yes, but yeah. that isn't that totally against the entire thing. No, isn't that great God? Like, well, what about evolution? Well, the evolution thing was like first as a kid, I I had a shirt that said "No scientist is going to make yeah, a monkey out of me." I remember because I, I I like when I was like ten or eleven, and um, but yeah, I think like later on, there's like a justification where you're like there, just because. You know, they don't say everything. I mean, evolution could have been part of, you know, how God created things. Or maybe it's a, a way to, for some. I remember some guy saying that it was uh, that that one of I one of my least favorite arguments I ever heard was a guy saying that couldn't God create the earth to appear to be billions of years old? That's insane. <laughs> and it was like, it was kind of like, like when you make a table and you sand it down a little bit to give it a retro look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, do you think maybe God was doing coffee stains on yeah. some just created dinosaur bones? Yeah, like, uh, but, you know, you're also in a in a realm in that place where you're like, you know, you're you're having conversations with people where you're like, try not to put limitations on God. So at that point, you're like, anything goes. You know what I mean? You can kind of justify anything with that. Um, like, yeah, well, actually, God wrote Stairway to Heaven. Yeah. And people are like, whoa, <laughs> that's, you know, that's a possibility. Anything could happen. All you need. I remember when I was at vacation Bible school and this fucking dildo pulled out a mustard seed and was like, all you need is faith the size of this mustard seed, and you could move a mountain. That was mm-hmm. this whole thing. And in my head, yeah, I, that's, that's that's right out of the Bible. And in my head, I didn't understand uh, uh, what's like uh, not the, the uh, analogy. The analogy. So in my head, I was like on the way home from vacation Bible school, and I was like looking at some hills, and I was like, so if this dumbass is saying this is right shit, I could just look at this hill and be like, God rules, <laughs> move the mountain. And I tried that in my head, and it didn't work. And I was like, well, this is fucking stupid. It's because you didn't believe enough. I was I was trying to believe. What? I was trying to believe. You didn't have enough faith. No, dude, I was just a vacation Bible school trying to get some pussy, dude. It's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I did kiss a girl. I talk, Did I talk about that? I mean. I li- kissed a girl at the David versus Goliath uh, in, uh, recreation. No. Yeah, dude. The David versus Goliath recreation. How old were you? Um, Nine, probably, maybe ten. Interesting. Yeah. And did you kiss her? I did. Did you mac down, dude? Uh, I didn't mac down, but I did just like lay one on. I was like, <laughs> dang. I was like, bitch. Did, she, did you go, ever kiss go, her again? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, yeah. And then I, uh, the lights came back on, and it was a guy. And I was like, no, it was the no. mustard seed guy. He was the teacher. <laughs> it was. And he's like, if you have, uh, <laughs> if you got faith the size of this mustard seed. You won't tell your parents about what we did at the David vs. Goliath recreation. <laughs> if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can just, when you think about this memory, picture I'm another 10-year-old person. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> now, the David vs. Goliath recreation was some spooky shit because they, like, they blew up. I think they just tied a bunch of trash bags together, but we were, like, and they were, like, pumped a bunch of air into it to make, like, a dome, you know, uh, in some room at the church, and we were uh, in there, and they were fucking showing us all kinds of shit. Damn, that sounds like fun, though. You know, dude, if I was Goliath, I would have whooped David's ass. Yeah. I would have just, like, what a dumbass Goliath. How embarrassing for Goliath. I, why didn't Goliath have a sling, too? Why you didn't Goliath I mean? just whoop his ass? Yeah, he was standing around. Did Goliath any land, even land any, any punches on David? Do you have the the no. round by round breakdown of the David versus Goliath fight? I don't. I think it's literally the uh, it's one it's one rock, one sling, and, and sling. He, he just tied a string to a rock, and no slings were like a, a like a, a slingshot, a type of weapon you would use back then, where it would be essentially a string, a pouch, and a string, and then you hold the two strings I'm trying together. Trying to put my string in some pouch. <laughs> hold the two strings together, and you swing it around. And when you want to release the rock, you let go of one of the strings, so then it flies out. So, yeah, you could. I wouldn't be caught dead getting hit by a rock with a sling. No, I did. Well, it's a story about Goliath's arrogance too. You know that you shouldn't put so much power in your size. You know, so much. 
you shouldn't have so much uh, pride, you know, and just how big you are. Because I'm like a. I've always been a Samson guy. Dude, Samson ruled. Yeah, and he got and Samson. His whole big downfall, you know what it was? He shaved his pubes. No, dude. Then he got he became weak. Yeah, well, that is yeah. His, That's his why hair. I say fuck Manscaped, dude, because he gave the the Bible has misconstrued it and changed the narrative, where really, really? Samson had uh, shaved his pubes. And then afterwards, he couldn't get any pussy. He couldn't beat up anybody. He couldn't like. Dude, that's how that. That's how he got locked up, though. Was he was he fell for a woman? Did he go to jail or did he just turn into a pussy? What do you mean? What happened with Samson? I just know he cut his hair off and then shit went awry. No, no, no. So this girl basically convinced him he fell for the the lady, uh, and while he was asleep after like banging her or something. Fuck yeah. He cut. She cuts his hair off and makes him weak. Oh, wow. Because his hair was the key to his, his What's she strength. do, make like a weave out of it? <laughs> Dude, she probably could have. I mean, She made knows? extensions out of Samson's hair. She's like, I'm powerful. I'm no. powerful too now. <laughs> uh, I don't need no Samson. <laughs> uh, yeah, Samson was good. Um, but yeah, the vapor canopy explains why people lived for so long. It was because everything was like perfect and like the nutrients. It also kind of explains... Uh, you know, Adam and Eve and, like, you know, why it was so nice and everything. Did it say anything about Adam and Steve? No. Not <laughs> once. I, I bet there is a gay couple where it's two guys and their names are Adam and Steve. Like, turns out I guess it is Adam and Steve. <laughs> like, that's, I would be so happy. If I was a, a gay guy and my name was Adam or Steve, I would constantly be on the lookout for another uh, gay gentleman who was also named the other one. Dude, I think I think you should... I mean, if you really love somebody, you would change your name for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm surprised I've never seen a uh, a guy at the West Hollywood Dog Park with two dogs named Adam and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. <laughs> two little terriers. Yeah. Their names are Adam and Steve. Whoever came up with that the first time, man, genius. Mm-hmm. It's, called, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. A brilliant. Yeah. It's just so, it's like, man, that all that shit probably happened within the Big Bang. Yeah. Big Bang, spit out a bunch of shit, spit out uh, po- the idea of podcasting, crowd work. Um, Damn. The idea of Adam and Steve. <laughs> that uh, A dog understanding. Yeah. Adam and Steve? Yeah. <laughs> huh? Dude, all these cars are driving. Where are these cars coming from that are just in the forest? Uh, I mean, are people live podca- up they're here. All, you they're know? all podcasting. They're all podcasting. Yeah, we're out on hills. Podcast Mountain right now. Yeah. We should just do a podcast festival out here where it's just... 50 different tables of people podcasting at the same time. Dude, I've thought about something like that. Because you've heard of, like, the silent concerts, right? Oh, where people have, like, the the, the uh, headphones have on? Headphones silent on. Silent disco. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that could be a thing, like, could be fun for a, a, a comedy festival. They did it. Uh, they were doing that, I think, during COVID up in Sacramento somewhere. They were doing, like, a silent disco comedy version where everybody has headphones on that's sick i mean it's horrible it's funny because i would just put my i would have them turn it up really loud and then i would put my hands around the microphone and i'd be like "Ah!" and i would scream super loud as high pitch as i can i just go (laughs) (laughs) no funny you stupid motherfuckers bunch of stupid bitches out here (laughs) but it's it's really good you really could uh i mean maybe that is a good they should probably just do that for comedy anyway what, just have everybody have headphones on? Yeah, because then even even if people don't want to be listening to it, they could just talk to each other. That's true. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at my dick. Damn. It's you ever dope. look at your dick and you're like, man, this thing sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I have. I've looked at every part of my body. And have you? That. Absolutely. I think there's some parts I've missed for sure. Dude, like, I'm, I, we went to a haunted uh, hike yesterday. Haunted hike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's kind of out here, but it's, like, $3 to get in. What do you do? And, uh, oh, so you, like, hike up a trail, and they're like, we're going to fucking rape you! Like, <laughs> Dude, yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a rape scenario. <laughs> it's a rape sim. Uh, on haunted a, house? Haunted house. It's a, it's a rape-themed haunted, haunted house. And uh, I took my kids there because I wanted them to understand the danger <laughs> yeah, we did of wearing we did short skirts. Drag queen reading hour. Yeah, yeah. No, we did. Uh, we went out there, but dude, I like rolled my ankle out there. It's like a fucking loser. And I'm wearing like nice boots with ankle support. Jesus. And I'm still rolling my ankle, my fucking gout. I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah, some guy jumps out of the bush and goes, How many genders are there? And then you roll your ankle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, dude! I, any, anybody? The only people that's ever asked me how many genders there were Is was that, that kid, kid <laughs> that dude. child at that, the yeah. that you almost got your ass tabletop by <laughs> tabletoped. Yeah. Dude, he was a, he was metaphorically gonna tabletop me on on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, almost fucked your ass up, dude. Yeah, I'm fucking hungover today, dude. You are? I think so. I got pretty drunk last night with my mom. <laughs> Where at? Uh, my mom and Kelly and uh, also Monterey Martinez. Wow. <laughs> the gang was all there. Uh, we were in Ventura, Oxnard, because I had a show in Ventura and Kelly had a show in Oxnard, so my mom came out. Oh, that's cool. And we got twisted up, man. Stayed in a hotel on the beach. Fuck yeah, tight, dude. yeah. That's great. Yeah, went, Kelly was opening for Jessenick, went down and saw the man, Anthony Jessenick. That was fun. How's he doing? Uh, bad, dude. He fucking bombed so hard. No, he fucking destroyed. It was crazy. He, uh, I like seeing it because he has like a new thing he's doing, and I've definitely seen like half of it from seeing him around and stuff. But seeing him last night in front of a bunch like 500, 600 people was really, he was, cr- I mean, obviously crushing so hard. Yeah, it, it is a different thing too when you've seen somebody a lot yeah. in the same place. And then you almost get. That's a thing I've noticed too, where like if you see somebody and you're just like, oh Jesus, it's this this bit again. No, I mean, but he's and somebody then, that's like so methodical and right, like just hammer shit into the ground. So, but he's, I mean, he's like probably would as far as polished goes. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's there really. I don't think it is anybody that's more polished. He's like he does. He's so. Uh, what's the word exactly? So. Uh, I think methodical is a good methodical word. Methodical is a good word, yeah. but also, like, he's just so... Tedious? Tedious, very just down to every single word. Uh, so it, it He's all fun. about word economy. Yeah, dude, Kanye's favorite comedian. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I didn't say that earlier. I don't know if I'm showing on here, whatever. That Kanye was at one of the shows on Saturday night, That, but Anthony didn't even know, and he, like, came in, came out. And it was funny, because we were talking about it. Kelly found out last night, and then it was the night before last. And then Kelly was like, I should, I should, was like, I'm going to post something about it. And I was like, no, I was like, wait till tomorrow, I'll figure something out. And then we woke up this morning and it was that thing where those like Nazis had that sign over the freeway that was like, Kanye's right about the Jews. And they're like doing <laughs> Sieg Heils and stuff. And I was like, yeah, maybe you don't say anything about that. Maybe That's so funny. Yeah. So he's, he's like, you're my favorite. You're my favorite. Just yeah. I, mean. I don't think he understands uh, sarcasm or irony or that uh, <laughs> not every comedian is. That, but you see that a lot too with like shitty open micers that like try to do Jessamic type stuff. Where like, I went to the hospital the other day. Yeah, I raped a child. Yeah, <laughs> like that, yeah, like yeah. that kind of type thing. They like, you can see comedians like that don't understand that he's doing that he's joking and is yeah. actually like a very Ugh. a very thoughtful and nice guy off stage. Like too dark for you guys. Yeah. Oh, what you guys don't like uh, dark comedy? Well, it's that's the thing. It's like you need to. There's there's a, a level of education in stand-up that I don't think you get for a while, and some kids that are really enthusiastic and have their favorite comic just go in without understanding like the deeper implications of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, my mom died recently. I raped her to death. And yeah, they yeah. stare at the crowd, and they're like, oh, really? Like oh, some, you some, fucking fake motherfuckers. Like, new comics are the most likely to be like, oh, so... Uh, Brian Regan, like what? He goes up there, he's like, he says something and he does a voice and like doesn't act out. Oh, that's what you guys oh, like. really hard. But I remember that same thing too. Whenever <laughs> I first started out, if like somebody was talking in the crowd, I'd be like, shut up, you fucking bitch. Like, it'd be like, I'm like, thought what I was doing was much more important. Where now it's like, I, if somebody's talking and it's like interrupting the entire thing, I'll be like, well, what the hell is with your hat? You know? Yeah. But like, even last night I did a show where it was outdoors and it was fun. It was like, you know, 100 people in a thing. It's actually pretty sweet. It was this guy took an airstream and like, cut a p i don't know like it folds out into like a comedy stage with lights and shit it was pretty sweet wow but uh that's like a that todd glass used to dream about that oh yeah he used to do it on the back of his jeep yeah yeah uh but it was really cool but uh there was like some it was like outdoors and there was like some people talking but like everyone else is paying attention i was like what am i gonna like do like yell at this table of people who came to a fucking airstream parking lot comedy show <laughs> like i'm doing art in the side of the trailer shut up yeah. It, well, I think taking yourself too seriously is like the beginning of the end of joy. Yeah. I mean that, and I mean I think you know I slip in and out of it sometimes. Um, which, by the way, I should tell you, going forward, 
You know who I'm going to be? Who? Positive Kevin. Is that true? Yeah. What what changed? Uh, you know what? I watched this show. I watched this movie, Yes Man. I don't know if you're familiar really? with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Audrey Plaza. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I love Jim Carrey, dude. Yes Man, number 23, fucking Rubber Face. Uh, man, dude, Rubber Face kills it. Can't get enough. Dumb and I, I loved uh, Duck Factory, all kinds of shit that Jim Carrey's done. Never seen Duck Factory. I haven't either. No, but I I, uh, I am good friends with Jim Carrey, and I have made him chuckle before. I made him chuckle when I said, "Hey, Jim, Mike Binder's looking for you. He's bombing on stage <laughs> right now. He think he needs you to bail you out. You need need you to bail him out again." And he laughed. But I thought it'd be really. I didn't say he's bombing. I said, "Hey, uh, Binder's looking for you up there." It was at Bob Saget's funeral, and then. Uh, I was like, hey, uh, Binder's looking for you. And I said, I think he needs you to bail him out again. He said, <laughs> laughed. And I thought it'd be so funny if uh, instead of laughing, he would have been like, uh, that's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say about somebody. So what, you read The Four Agreements and then you watched Yes Man? Dude, I've read all that stuff. I've gone through so much stuff. I just, I have to, I'm turning the crank of my emotions. Like I'm cranking it up there. Okay. And I'm just trying to make decisions to just force myself to do things that I am not like, it's just, it almost feels like faking it a little yeah, bit. You have to, have you ever heard the term, uh, fake it till you crank it? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've been faking it. Uh, so your life does. <laughs> I wish you would put a little effort. In, yeah. You dude. know, if you're listening e- uh, right now, uh. <laughs> now my wife, uh, my wife or children will never listen to anything I've ever done. Or you'll spank them all. <laughs> you ever right. hit your wife with the belt? <laughs> no, she tries to get me to. Quit turning the light on, dude. For I hit you. Dude, I'm a light turner on her. Why can't I turn? We've been the doing light this on podcast her? for two hours. We're gonna have to cut out a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, we're uh, gonna have to cut out. So things. what? You're positive now. That's good. So what? You're gonna leave the house and do comedy? Yeah, that's good. That's a start. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta try. You know, and I, I absolutely agree. I just hate it. I hate it. I feel like uh, I my my trying didn't amount to much. What are you talking about? Trying was going great. Was it? No, nobody was amounting to anything at that time. As far as people around us, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've only started amounting to anything like three months ago. I still haven't amounted to anything. No, you're amounting, though. Do you think so? Oh, you're gathering. If people... (laughs) You're building up. You're squatting down to spring off. Nobody bombs auditions like me, dude. Dude, whatever, dude. I just... I, I, I don't know if I... I don't think I got the part of guy who drinks dog shit... That I tried out for the other day. By the way, character I was made for. That's a that audition tape will be studied in the future. It should. In the in I think I I legit I think I think I deserve to be the guy who drinks dog shit. You did a great job. It was a great audition. Thanks, man. Um, and you know I like I've told you before. It's I. By the way, my brain is full of great advice, and like I know what I feel like I know how to do. Th- I've I described myself as a fat track coach before. You know what I mean? Yes. Just like you're really great at explaining how to be good at baseball, but you're not good at baseball. I'm great at baseball. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. Was <laughs> but would you say that if you could put your brain in a younger, <clears throat> more athletic body, maybe, that you would do better than a lot of those guys? Oh, I'd be the best baseball player there ever was. That's what I'm saying. Because like, I'm also super funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. No, if I was, I mean... The thing about me with sports is that if I wanted to, if I would have continued playing sports, I would have never been a comedian. And if I would have never been a comedian, I would have continued playing sports. Whenever I was, but I wasn't even a comedian back then. I just realized I would rather smoke pot and make people laugh than right. continue playing baseball. Yeah. Which is, as so far, not worked out great. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I know so many guys that were crushers in in high school oh dude i grew up with so many people that were so unbelievably athletically talented and like dudes would just crush the ball yeah or like just dudes who would like great football players great baseball players but they're all just fucking half-ass stupid yeah so they fucking none of them could get into a d1 school because they didn't know what the fucking sat was and now they all are you know they all paint houses and have fat wives yeah, I, just, I could have easily been a guy who painted house and had a fat wife. Yeah. 
and I I was talking with him about this the other day. I remember when I had first started comedy, and I maybe I've talked about it on here. But when I like first started comedy, maybe I was like a year in or so, and I was kind of like contemplating whether or not to continue doing it or like do this or do that. Like maybe I should just get a job, do this, try to be whatever. And I was almost jealous of some of the fuck ups around me. Whenever I was like twenty, twenty one, I was kind of jealous sometimes of these fuck ups that were around me, that were like knocking chicks up. And like whatever, because I yeah. was like, man, it's almost so easy for those guys, because decisions, hard decisions in their life, have been made for them automatically. Yeah, like the direction that they're going to take their life in has been made automatically by mistakes they have made, and whether they're going to regret that later in life or not, the decision has been made, and that's a very that's a real easy right. solution. It's the particular struggle that that pushes you down the road. And it's like obviously I'm glad I didn't knock up some chick and have a fat wife because like dude, you know what's crazy? I boned down like three or four chicks back in the, and they're not, I'm not talking about them specifically. Like they're all like some of them are still good looking, you know. But I would bone down a few chicks that like they're they bone down with them, maybe dare them for like a second, and then and I'm talking unprotected, bro. And hmm. then uh, like the next person that they dated, they had a kid with and like got married. Fuck. And it's like I I missed that I missed that boat like truthfully like three or four times, which is great. I mean, it's but it easily 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 could have been. But yeah, but it points to the fact of how synchronistic the universe kind of has to be. Yeah, the fucking vapor dome. <laughs> yeah, d- dude, it, it points all back to the vapor canopy, bro. Uh, no, it. Uh, uh, it's like you're I, I mean, the, the amount of times that I've gone back to pivotal decisions in my life, like the decision to not apply for any colleges yeah, and then go to Fresno City. I didn't even see applying to a college as a possibility in my life. And truthfully, nobody ever told me that it was. Like, yeah, people there was weren't really no talking to me about it. Either. Possibility of like. I was given very low expectations, I think. I had guidance counselors that would be like, you need I to do did. this so that you can go uh, get to the college. And I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to City College. I didn't even know I was going to do that. I didn't even think I was going to go to City College. Well, I, I went. I thought I was just going to be like a fucking dildo. I thought I was going to be a guy who knocks up a chick and has a fat wife. Yeah. But you, you'd probably just gone to work for the oil fields. Yeah, and I would have made great money for like three years, and then everything would have crashed, and I probably would have fucking blown my dick off. Yeah, who knows? Because everything crashed like right around that time. Yeah, but that's a that's a pathway you could have easily gone. Oh, a million down. percent. And I, I mean, truthfully, narrowly avoided. Yeah, like very, very narrowly avoided. Yeah, I I think about I could have gone to when I graduated. I had two scholarships, um, and one of them was for North Carolina, and like for, North, for, like North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, no, it was, uh, some of the Knights. North Carolina Gay and Lesbian University? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> N-T-G-A-L-U. <laughs> but I was going to play on their drum line, and that was like, I was going to go there for music and stuff. And so I think about that, like, I could have done that, yeah. but I, I felt, I mean, I fell manly in love with my wife. I was always looking for somebody. Um, yeah, but, but I mean, you were, I mean, not like these other guys exactly, but you were kind of looking for... Something to take the heat off and be like, let me, I need a, a like, trying to, how, how can I, like, obviously you didn't do exactly this, but, like, kind of the same thing I'm talking about. Of like, you're looking for something to come into your life to make a decision for you. Yes. Yeah, and I already had a good job, too, so it was like, I don't know, because I was working for T-Mobile at the time. Wait, sorry, are you, were you saying that you were going to be on the cum line at North Carolina <laughs> Gay and Lesbian <laughs> University? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, the, the cum line? Damn, I figured I, that was a little bit late, delayed, dude, but we're that's good. pretty solid. We're living though. still, that's dude. That's pretty solid. Yeah, I was going to do that, or I was going to go play for this. Uh, there's a drum, and, a drum and bugle corps called the Blue Devils, which are, like, infamously the best uh, drum and bugle corps out there. Even better than the Blue Man Group? Even better. Was uh, there any possibility that you make you, less that money? You make was, no money. You have to pay to do it. Was there any possibility that you could have been in the Blue Man Group? Yeah, yeah. My buddy Tyler even auditioned for him. Really? But he was the wrong body type. What is the wrong body type? Uh, you have to be specifically between like five eight, or I think you have to be specifically between like five ten and six two, 
and weigh a specific. What was he like amount. four or five? Uh, he was too tall, too fat, I think. But it was like it wasn't even like fat. It was just like literally they have to be this specific body type. Be- otherwise, they'll run out of paint. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That's what happened. Is that what happened to you? You went in there and they're like, "Sir, we just don't have enough paint." Sir, we do not have enough paint. No. <laughs> Uh, no amount of paint is going to fix that. I never auditioned for it. I mean, I really, um, I mean, joining, doing stand up and starting to do stand up was probably the first thing where I was like, I'm breaking away. You know what I mean? No, 100%. Like, I'm like breaking away from what I'm supposed to be. What, see, I, even now, my language is what am I, what I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. I was supposed to get that job out of, out of college, go to get, my degree, use my degree. What job specifically? Um, at that time, like, I don't even know. I was going to be a psychiatrist, um, and then I was going to be a psychologist, then I was going to be a school psychologist, and then I ended up just stayed working at... I'm going to be a psychologist who also is on the drum line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask people, why do you hit the drum? Well, that's the thing. Like, I was like, I, I would... Uh, and I was in a personal training at that time. Like, I was very... I was really into, like, working out when I was like 17 and uh, but then I don't know, man, like I just literally like after a while, I kind of, I did it. Like I did what I was supposed to do for a while and then I just couldn't do it. I was just miserable. Yeah. Just sitting in my garage, like, you know, just not doing well <laughs> emotionally. You're just turning the car on, turning it off. Yeah. No, I'm just cleaning my gun. Fuck yeah. You know, um, I had to, yeah, so then I was just like, when I did that, though, I was just like, ooh, here it is. Like, this is what I wanted. What? Like, the feeling of stand-up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I mean, same thing. I feel like I've talked about it here before, too, but, like, I literally had no clue what I wanted to do, but I know that I had had a good time partying in Santa Barbara whenever I dropped my friend Mitch off for college there. And I was like, I should just move here. And then I finagled a way to move there. And then I went to enrolled in community college there and it was going terribly of course i was it was going bad and i was partying my ass off and i was so broke and it was just like just terrible and like all this so i like just quit and i was like i'm just gonna fucking i don't remember exactly what fucking hit the nose on the head as far as stand-up goes but i obviously i'd like always liked stand-up but i was like it was one of those things though where i'm i'm glad too though because if those things wouldn't happen i wouldn't have like Sat down and been like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this full bore and not look back at all. Like, I'm going to sit, I'm going to, I'm not going to try it out. I'm going to, like, really fucking go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to really go for it one of these days. Yeah, dude, go for it. it. Who gives a fuck about anything? We're going to get nuked. They're about to cut off, they're about to put sanctions on China. We're going to be fucked. Old people are going to die. We're going to ration our water. China's going to take Taiwan. Russia's going to nuke somebody. Mm -hmm. Who Mm -hmm. gives a fuck? Dude. The only person who can stop it now is Beto O'Rourke because he's got a foul mouth. Like, oh, I said, Putin, how about you shut the fuck up? That's what everybody always... I don't mind Beto O'Rourke, but it's just funny where people are like, ooh, he said bitch. <laughs> it's like, ooh, he walked in there and said, uh, um, excuse me, uh, you, <laughs> ma'am? He, is, he does sound a lot like white Obama. <laughs> like, doing an impression of him is very white Obama-ish. He's like, this, this is motherfucking bullshit. Like, it's, it's very funny. It's true, though, you know? But that's so, it is motherfucking what bullshit. What cracks me up, though, is right now... Like when you would watch the debates, like the presidential debates, like when Trump did them, because he would never, it would never be based in anything other than oh, like, yeah. it was sick. Like just being uh, uh, hilarious. <laughs> well, his, his, his way of speaking and pushing people around was so much far beyond anybody else. Nobody else was as comfortable up there as he was. Yeah, absolutely. And he's he just riffing. Like, he was riffing, he was fucking roasting. And it was hitting Jeb Bush. Yeah, but he Jeb was, Bush shouldn't even be on this stage. It's so <laughs> funny, dude. He's polling at one percent. I mean, what are we really doing here? Everyone's like, damn. It's yeah, it's there. But a lot of that stuff wasn't like, oh, he had great policies or whatever. Uh, and even why people hate him is the same thing. They're not looking at the policy. Like, yeah, he said a thing about Mexicans or whatever. Uh, it, it's it's all. But now that is the currency that people seem to find most valuable is the ability to talk shit and like yeah. call someone a motherfucker yeah crowd like, work clips and shit yeah yeah they're like 
But yeah, that's what I'm going to start doing clips for Beto O'Rourke from town halls with like all the dumb like graphics people are doing on clips and shit right now. I hate it so much, dude. I hate comedy. I hate everything. I just wish somebody would put me in a movie and I could get really, really rich. Yeah, I just need somebody to give me a shitload of money and I'll fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I mean, I remember the Bruce Gray that just wanted 32K a year. Yeah, but now I've got 32K a year and it's not. It's fine. <laughs> it is not fine. No, it's, it's not great. It's fine. Having, I mean, if if especially in L.A., you have to be able to produce so much fucking money on a monthly basis. You yeah. know what I mean? Just to to live and. and I mean, the money stuff. is it making money like making enough money. That's why it's always so crazy to me. Whenever like people that I know who are like really funny comedians are like fucking about to fucking die because they can't afford to eat it's like dude it's there's so much money out there to be made and it's not like you know it's like i'm not saying like enough money to fucking ball out and do whatever but it's like you can easily just make some money well the thing about it is just get a job these people do anything the people that you're talking about they have made the same decision that you had said earlier where you're like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna fucking do this a lot of these people don't have the the ability to embrace the chaos of what the thing they're trying to do is and don't have the ability to like not complicate their life in such an insane way right people make their life so fucking hard and i was one of these people i fucking whenever i first moved out i was so fucking unbelievably broke it was insane oh i remember like it was nuts dude like really like to the point where I was like, I'll just live in my car. And I didn't. I was, But I was like a few days away and had already began, become comfortable with the decision. I'd be like, I'll just move in my house, live in my car. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. But I was like, I'm, I mean, barely, narrowly escaped that path. But that's one of those things, too, though, where it's like going full bore and whatever. And, like, people have gone full bore and, like, they're, like, really going for it. And most of them are terrible and they shouldn't be. And they're really wasting a lot of people's time, including their own. But... Other people, they just really can't embrace the chaos of the whole thing, and they complicate their life in such a way. And that's what causes a lot of very funny comedians who move out here to, like, L.A., New York, wherever, and think everything's going to be fucking sunshine and rainbows. And then whatever the first obstacle that it's not, they, like, can't believe it, so they just bounce. It's, like, really just – that's – a lot it's either that or they implode themselves they implode themselves and they like just it's really just about like the chaos thing and they say like oh i need a certain amount of money so i can have the same lifestyle i had whenever i was home at whenever i lived in any city you can name in the country yeah and it's like that's not what's going to happen no no it's 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 very difficult but i think when you make that decision it's just hard to figure out how to keep pursuing it and then also feed yourself because some people they just it's too complicated yeah so it's like no unless i'm making money from the thing i want to do i'm not doing anything else you know what i mean yeah that's insane it is insane that's like a tiff myers used to say he would be like i don't you you don't have to be broke it's like you can have a good job and still do this yeah and i was like oh yeah yeah it's yeah it's all just fucking i tell people they just need to marry my wife i have tried to marry your wife I'm like, she'll take care of you enough where you can bring, you know, a couple of, just rub a few quarters together. You bring home a little bit of bacon, and she goes, hey, that's fine. Go out into the Angeles National Forest. Yeah. She just farted. I did. Dude, windows are up. It's 52 degrees outside. If that stinks, you're in big trouble. I don't think it's going to stink. Why would it not? Because I'm a good boy, and I'm a sweet. What are you looking at? I'm just checking my ass. I'm just smelling it. Just seeing if there's anything... There should be, like, fentanyl testing strips for your asshole <laughs> where you can fart onto it, and it'll tell you how bad it's going to stink. Dude, I think I like this vibe of being up here with you, Bruce, because it's, I mean, it's it's much a chiller vibe up here. I don't know if I like being up here. Oh, I know you don't like it. You're afraid. Of, you're still trying to figure out if I'm going to murder you. Well, I, j- I mean. Is she going to kill me up here? Well, remember that one? Don't act like you're fucking Mr. Tough Guy, because remember that one time we came out here a few <laughs> years ago, and we smoked some weed, and then I think one of us shuffled our foot in a weird way, and then we both thought that we heard footsteps of yeah. an animal around, and we sprinted back to the car. <laughs> so don't act like you're fucking Mr. Tough or anything like that. You're fucking dude, Mr. Universe. I'm a badass, bro. I'm I, 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 uh, I'm part of these hills, dude. No this way, is... dude. You got to get out there. You got to put yourself out there, dude. Dude, I'm putting myself out here in the universe. I think you should stay the night out here and think about where you want to take your life. 
<laughs> where, not where you want to take your life to. Not think about where you want to commit suicide. <laughs> that was very funny. Though. You just sit out here and think about where and how you're going to do it. And I'll pick. Really I'll pick you up in the morning. Give me your phone. Consider a time and a place and a and a way. Just out here in the beautiful hills. Nah, dude. I uh, I definitely love being out here. I come up here pretty pretty frequently. Less than I should. I used to come out here all the time. Just scream. No, I come out here and I'd. Uh, you know, I didn't always smoke, you know, out here, but, you know, just come out here and just have some quiet time, you know, just have some silence. Reflect on doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Reflect on your busy, busy, busy day. Dude. What, my, dude? My day hasn't always been not very busy. Well, I'm saying, you know? dude, pump it up. Get out there, dude. Get some pussy. Dude, I'm getting it. No, you're not, dude. Yeah, you're right. No, dude, you just got to fucking quit fucking talking and start fucking doing if you want to, you can. It's just you got. It just you got to make shit happen, or else it's not going to happen. Go get out, make connections, shake hands. I mean, I got. I've. I've. I think I've made a bunch of connections. I just got to ask people. Or just, just get out and people let up. people know you're alive. People don't know I'm alive. No, everyone thinks you died. No. Uh huh. People are like Kevin died, and I'm like, yeah. Did they think that me and Nick Country went out together? Absolutely, that you were right there. People are speculating that Eddie sat on you during a podcast. <laughs> They're speculating. <laughs> dude. We haven't seen him a lot. Yeah. He's uh just get out there, dude. Leave the house. Do some comedy. If that's if you want to do comedy, you have to do comedy. Well, I mean in any capacity. Yeah, I I've been going out to uh to the backyard and what doing backyard? Some, my backyard. And doing what? Carport. I do and do, and you there. scream out there. Yeah. Well, it's like you got to go somewhere besides that fucking dumb broads fucking show. Yeah. That, f- that shit's a fucking waste of time. Well, I got to start hit. I got to hit up uh, Simon, and uh, there's a bunch of shows around town. Just go. Just go out every night. You should. You should make a goal for yourself to go out five nights a week, whether or not it's literally to do anything. As long as you're just going out to comedy e- activities. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. And you should do it literally on a fucking checklist. And just go be. Like Jake Kroger? What? Uh, what? Like <laughs> No, don't do anything like that. <laughs> don't 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 do anything in that way. But Jeff that's uh, there's you uh, there has to be some organization to it. There has to be something otherwise you're going to sit in the same hole and fucking be bummed out about it. You're right. No shit, I'm right. I'm a fucking genius. No, you're not a genius. It's easy. That's easy. It's easy. It just gotta. It, it just has to be done, dude. I've been. I've been. You know. I've been taking it easy. What? Well, what's taking it easy gonna get you more bummed out? Yeah. Yeah. I like to have a cycle of of time where I, uh, I just uh, I'm bummed out. Yeah. You know, there, like, well, there needs to be a certain period of time where you're like, I'm just gonna put my head down and do this, and I'll pick my head back up at this time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just push. Yeah, take a shit. Push your shit out. Dude, I push my shit out. Just go. Just be. Get out. You'd be really impressed by how often I'm doing the dishes, though. (laughs) I'm getting the dishes done, you know? I'm making my wife coffee in the morning. That's a good move. Actually, remind me off podcast, and I have a good idea for you. But you need to remind me. Uh, You're not going to remember. I will remember the idea. Just say right. remember it's comedy related. All right, uh, and say it's a great idea that you had an idea because I have an idea, but I don't want I won't mention it on here. Um, is it about pornography? It's about pornography. Pornography is a great. Honestly, I have thought about uh, how you could bust in if you like mix in comedy and porn. Yeah, you know, or you just do slightly adult-rated uh, comedy content, but you release it on Pornhub. That's not a bad move. And it's specifically for dudes who are jacking off but still want to laugh. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> Funny porn. Like yeah. Somebody goes and like a chick slips on a banana peel and then her tits explode. <laughs> well, dude, the one I remember somebody sent me a video of this girl is like, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah, daddy. Like getting all in this guy's ass and like eating this Ugh. dude's ass. And uh, he fucking farts on her. Oh, wow. And she gets so pissed. Hell no. <laughs> she gets really <laughs> pissed. Like, it, she walks away in her dumb heels. <laughs> like, it's just so fucking. You play too much. You be playing too much. Yeah. Why you be shitting in my face? 
the video. Well, that's like that Chuck Berry video where he farts in the chick's mouth, and he's like, did Chuck Berry just fart in your mouth? That's the whole thing. I gotta see that. You've never seen it? I've never seen it. I don't it. know if I've ever seen it or if I've just talked about it or not. Chuck Berry just farted in your mouth. Chuck Berry just fought in your mouth. There's a uh, <laughs> Chuck Berry had like didn't he? Didn't Chuck Berry get in trouble for putting like cameras in a toilet? That's the funniest type of guy. Yeah, I think he did. Like in what world is that something good? I remember somebody told me back in the day that they were involved in something like that where they were filmed, filmed going to the bathroom and they were a not a savory person. Well, like, as far as the way that they look, and I was like, damn. So there's in there, and there's like, oh man, like just ripping a major ass. <laughs> Somebody put a GoPro inside of the fucking porta potty. I can't imagine the hottest person in the world, even like the most ideal situation where I have like a 12 k camera, and I it's in this supermodel's bathroom, yeah. and I'm never gonna get caught. It's still like just boring. Why? Yeah. I don't, I mean, oh, but look, 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 there is a pussy. The, uh, a sex obsession with, with shitting, I will never understand. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, there's something fucked up there. Like, but that's the thing, like, but everybody's so fucking wild. Once, once society progresses beyond sex as procreation, it's, I mean, we're getting wild. We're getting wild out there. People are like, I can only come if my dick's tied into a balloon knot, and then I also am shitting on my hand. Yeah, I wonder if anyone has ever tied their dick in a knot. I'm sure, dude. That'd be sweet. I've seen a, a picture of a guy who shoved his own dick up his own ass. That was something. That is something. It was you. <laughs> That's what you've been doing at home for the past, <laughs> is trying to stretch your penis long enough to shove it up your own ass. Uh, I'm close. I'm close. I, I had a series of barbells and uh, um, what do they call that? Medical tubing. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> Damn, dude! I did watch. Uh, speaking of being at home, I watched the Peripheral on uh, Amazon Prime. I don't know what that is. It's pretty good. They uh, at one point she rips her hand skin off, and there's uh, there's uh, like metal underneath. Whoa! And I was like. Damn, that's the same thing happened with my dick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like you were watching Eastworld. <laughs> it's a rip off West. We should do Eastworld too. What would happen in Eastworld? It's like Westworld, but Eastworld. Like Chinese? No, that's sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Side world. Side world. Yeah, we should do Eastworld. It's like weird shits happening. People it, are out there. I think the issue. You watch Westworld, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I think you're. I think you're out of your loop. You gotta get back. What do you in, mean? You know, in Westworld, where their loops will get fucked up. Oh yeah, I think yeah. you're out of your loop, dude. You got to get back in your loop. Well, dude, sleeping was been the biggest thing too, and I've been trying to make sure I'm sleeping at night. Yeah, that's I'm, what you're, you're supposed to sleep at night. I just, I am fat. I'm fat. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just my shit has been fucked up for a while. I've been What's trying to figure it out. Just like my sleeping habits have been yeah. bad for and a, that's over a decade. Yeah, like, but that's I mean, mine aren't great either. But it's like you have to if you're not purposefully trying to do better about certain things you're just not and i'm also speaking for myself right but if you're not being what's the word i'm thinking of you're proactive proactive whatever you're not being purposeful you're not moving with a purpose intentional intentional that you need to be intentional with a lot of things yeah. and i go back and forth between being intentional and being like oh i'll put my phone over there i don't look at my phone for this long i wake up i stare into the sun i jack my dick i don't mm -hmm. jack my dick i stop eating mcdonald's which i will be doing tonight <laughs> Every single Sunday I eat the worst meal you could ever eat And I'm like It's crazy This is the last time I'm ever going to be doing this Because tomorrow Everything changes <laughs> And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I'm the fucking king I'm crushing smoothies I'm this, I'm that I'm jacking it I'm fucking Dude, Eating gray steaks I'm at doing the... <laughs> Eating gray steaks at Norm's with eggs <laughs> Gray steak and eggs is good for you It's so good <laughs> Gray steak. Norm's does serve gray steak. Did you know anybody out there that that doesn't know what we're talking about? Just go to go to any. I mean, go to any Norm's diner in the entire Norm's, Southern California and order a steak, and it's great. Yeah, but even any diner, like a lot of those diners that serve the cheap steaks. Oh yeah, they're, they're always great. They're always great. Gray you know? steaks. But you know, a good gray steak. It, it'll take get you. Gray a long steak way. and get gray steak and eggs. You're fucking. You're you're cooking. Dude, so Babe Ruth used to eat fifteen of that. We all know Babe Ruth was the pinnacle of health and 
back then. Dude, I was telling <laughs> this on stage last night. We were, I was just born in the wrong era. Because when you, Babe Ruth Day, if you were fat, it meant you were rich. That's true. People wanted to fuck you. Babe Ruth got so much pussy, it was crazy. <laughs> you think it was just because he was fat? Yeah. Dude, I wanted... You know who else got a lot of pussy, too, is Iz. You know Iz? No. He's the guy who sings Somewhere Over the Rainbow. That 900-pound oh. guy. Yeah, the Hawaiian guy. Didn't he die? Yeah, he was 9 million pounds. He would do concerts without an oxygen mask. Not a mask. Oxygen tubes going up his nose. I do stand-up with oxygen. I saw <laughs> you in the thing. You were spinning the pig on the ground. <laughs> then you went and you grabbed the coconut and you needed <laughs> him. Yeah, he probably had a huge cock. Wow. I have seen some live video of that guy, and it was really nice. You know what's crazy? He's, is he's smooth. They, uh, they, uh, I almost said they marinated, they cremated him and, uh, dumped his ashes in the ocean. And that's what created the Pacific garbage patch. <laughs> no, it's funny because I did see a thing of, uh, you I, climb the coconut you tree. Climb the coconut tree. You dance with fire on your wrists and <laughs> calves. And you're dancing while the pig For some is roasting. Reason, there are chickens running around in the street everywhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, but you're he, uh, in a hammock eating pineapple. <laughs> Everything. Everything. All stereotypical Hawaiian yeah. things. You're fat just like me. <laughs> he, uh, he was so fat that he... Tribal tattoos. <laughs> What's up, brother, man? <laughs> Aloha, you got to hang loose. No, I uh, I saw some a live video of him the other day on YouTube. Uh, it was just recommended to me, and I was watching it, and his, he had the oxygen thing going up his nose. And then, like, the top comment. YouTube comments are so funny, too, because it, it could be the most innocuous thing. It's like a Lowe's commercial from 1999. Like, you know, they just don't make shit like they used to, and I play this video every day for my autistic granddaughter, and it's the only thing she'll watch, and... Like, you know, I've I've listened to this, and I had tears in my eyes. And I said, like, do you know what I'm saying? That kind of shit? Yeah. But there was something where the guy was explaining how he died, and, like, they did a cremation of him and dumped his ashes at sea with a bunch of surfers. And then the top comment underneath that comment said, that must have been a fuckload of ashes. <laughs> Which is kind of ridiculous. Top comment. No, it's very, I do enjoy things like that that are <laughs> reduced, and there is no... No, no less or more words are used than necessary. Yeah, and that must have been a fuckload of ashes. Is a very <laughs> perfect statement when you're talking about that guy. Yeah, he's a big dude. He was. He's dead. Oh. He's in hell. It's so hot down here. <laughs> they're they're spinning me on the spit, and I'm with the <laughs> devil and Hitler. He's in hell. Yeah. He would wow. Die. Yeah, he's a bad guy. You, you, I bet you could read enough about that guy. I don't know anything about him. He's probably either a great guy or it's somebody where it's like his wife, whose name is like Ona Kaliki Laka Chang. <laughs> she probably fucking is like, yeah, is used to roll over on me and say, I'm not going to move until you fucking do whatever. I think a lot of people don't use their weight as a weapon as enough as they should. I think he would that, hold me down <laughs> with his arm if you don't believe He would probably. I mean, big fat guys need to use their weight as a weapon and be like, "If you don't do, like, some, like he, a fat guy should just go into a bank and like instead of holding a gun to someone's head, be like, give me all the money or I'll sit on you.' you he hands bitch. a note over to the lady. It's yeah. covered in sweat. My favorite wrestler <laughs> is Rocky She. <laughs> I want to do the stink face to you. Man, stink face. Remember the, do you remember the stink face? He's squeezing himself through the bulletproof glass <laughs> to try to sit yeah. on this girl. Do you, do you remember the stink face that Rakishi would do? Yeah, dude. Was Rakishi awesome. was out of control. Yeah, he was crazy. I didn't think he was Asian. No, he's Hawaiian, I think. Yeah. I mean, I he's probably like Vietnamese, and they just made him play a Hawaiian character. Yeah, no, he's probably, he's just a, he's a mixed race guy, and they're like, you're, you're Chinese now. Rakishi was great. Every now and then they'd make Rakishi like jump off of the top of the hell in the cell. What a shitty day at work that would be if you were one of those guys where it's like, all right, now today the Undertaker's going to fucking throw you off of the Empire State Building. I don't like it. Like, all right, brother. No problem. <laughs> no problem, brother. All right. <laughs> all right. Can we wrap this up and get out of the forest? Dude, why do you always act like you don't, you're not having a great I'm time? I'm having a great time. I just, I, you know, it's podcast lasts an hour. 
Jesus. This is the only way I can get men to come up into the hills. Dude, it's the only way you can get men to come. Yeah. I go come look at the stars. What are we at? We're 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 there. We're we're good. We're we're right there. You know, we Damn, have- dude, I'm like on the dot when it comes to shit like this. Yeah, you're pretty you're pretty in tune. Yeah. But you've you've measured you look at the clock a lot. Yeah, I'm always wait- I'm always on the ready to go. Right. I got the next thing. I got big plans tonight. Do you really? Uh-huh. What are you doing? I've really, really been needing to play MLB the show. Ah, okay. And the offer still stands. If any of you fucking bums out there think you can fucking take me on MLB the show, you know where to fucking find me. Bug Chaser? Bug Chaser 1. Damn. Because <laughs> there's chaser another one. Bug Chaser. Which is also you. <laughs> Which was me on Zach's PlayStation was Bug Chaser. Actually, no, there's... Is my thing Bug Chaser 1? I don't I thought remember. It was 42069. No, remember like the I, I'm just remembering now because my thing on Zach Steins was my wife died 69420. That's right. And then now maybe I don't need it to be Bug Chaser 1, but I think that Bug Chaser 1 is funnier than Bug Chaser because Bug Chaser 1 implies that there is another Bug Chaser. It is good. Uh I feel like Ben had something called Bug Chaser or something. I don't know. No, anyway, Bug Chaser. What was your first AOL online screen name? <laughs> I think it was my last name spelled backwards. Oh, that makes sense. Mine was <laughs> Dodgers Forever, and Dodgers was spelled wrong. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I know. Doyers? Yeah. Doyers Forever. It was D-O-G-E-R-S. Oh, Doggers. And then I'd go into gay and lesbian chat and be like, I'm a 32-year-old woman. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Harley Davidson. I played college softball, and I'm looking to connect. You're living your best life. I'm trying. Well, folks. If you like the pod, make sure to leave us a five-star review out there on the iTunes. I'm Kevin Tink, and across from me is Bruce Gray. Two comedians in the hills. <laughs> chatting it up. Honking a horn honking at a passing horn, car. A passing car. We- I should hold on the horn and see if anyone comes to save us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. I uh, love you guys. Subscribe to the YouTube, even though this episode will not be on the YouTube because this is audio only. Love you. Stay safe.